So tell me, who's opened some of their presents already this morning? Yes, a few. Oh, mostly quite restrained by the looks of it. Anybody bring anything with them today? Yeah, what did you bring, Daniel? Sorry, what's that? A fidget cube. Okay, is that a good thing to bring with you, do you think? Okay, you have to show me how that works uh, later on. Anybody else got anything? Anybody wearing anything new? Well, I'm sure some exciting presents still to open today. But just imagine all the presents you could ever get. Imagine what they would um, look like. Think of things you've always wanted. Here's a whole selection. We're already on to top toys for Christmas 2017 already. Um, gifts for him, gifts for her. Think of all the toys, all the presents you could possibly imagine. And you got them all. And imagine that they all came from the same generous uncle. There's this uncle you had who wanted to give you all the presents you wanted. But you had all these presents, you really enjoyed them, really liked them, but actually you didn't really want to say thank you to him for them. You didn't want to write a letter because that's too much of hard work. You didn't even want to text him. You didn't want to phone him. And as for going to visit him, you certainly didn't want to go and do that. Well, that is really humankind's biggest problem. There's a lot of good stuff that we enjoy, isn't there? Uh, think of the beauty of this planet. Any of you been watching Planet Earth 2 recently? Um, fantastic photography. Um, amazing creatures. We've got the snow leopard up there. We've got that thing on the top right, which I'm not quite sure what it is, but um, <laughs> it's a sloth. Um, amazing uh, photograph. I think my favorite is still the bunny at the bottom. Uh, you can't be a good old bunny rabbit, can you? But amazing creatures. We have so much to enjoy. But then think of other things that we have to enjoy. What are you going to do later on? Tucking into lovely food. Um, maybe you enjoy playing a bit of sport. Or maybe music's your thing. Um, I'm sure a lot of us enjoy going on holidays. There's so much that we can enjoy, isn't there? Um, but our biggest problem is we don't acknowledge that God is the giver of all good things. We don't give thanks to him for it. We don't praise him as the one who made it. And why is that, do you think? Why don't we praise him for the beauty of the planet? Maybe because we think, well, it's just here by, by chance. It's just a, just a random thing. Um, the beauty of those animals is just something which is here. So why bother praising God for that? What about our homes, our belongings, um, our holidays? Maybe we think, well, we earned them. We worked hard to, to earn the money to pay for them. We deserve it. Or maybe we're just lucky. Um, maybe those talents we've got to do things. Maybe, again, we just had that natural gift. Who is there to thank God for that? Or maybe we haven't actually got any of these things, and we're thinking, I wish I had some. Why don't I get anything? Maybe we're quite angry, the fact that we haven't got any. Maybe we think there might be a God who's given us some of these things, but we're just too busy to actually even think about him. We're too busy shopping for Christmas, uh, doing the cooking, writing cards, working, going out, enjoying ourselves, maybe looking after the children or the grandchildren. We just don't have time for God. But whatever our attitude, it's a bit like the generous uncle, isn't it? We're more interested in the presence than the uncle himself. And that is humankind's problem. We're more interested in what God has given us than actually knowing God himself. And the trouble is, all these things that we enjoy, none of them will last. 
How many of you can remember what gifts you got for Christmas last year? Let alone the year before that, or the year before that. Things break, don't they? And uh, let me warn you, if you are getting a dog for Christmas, um, things break more quickly than uh, at other times. Here's just a few of the things I found in our house that are broken. Um, that was a shoe. But things don't work, do they, after a while? A measuring jug that doesn't measure anymore. We've got a, a helicopter that doesn't fly anymore. We've got a torch that doesn't shine a light anymore. We've got a pen that doesn't write anymore, but apparently there's quite a few more where they came from. A big, big barrows, can, can't recommend them more. Um, even our world is broken, isn't it? Pollution is increasing, conflict is throughout the world between nations and between individuals. We live in a broken world, and it's difficult to make sense of it. And the image the Bible gives to describe this condition is darkness. We are, we're stumbling in the dark. We're not sure where we're going. We're not sure what the purpose of life is. Well, the good news at Christmas is that God has done something about that. God came in the form of Jesus. He came as the light into this world. And that is the good news that we're celebrating. So those are some of the images of things that are broken. Houses that fall down, parties that come to an end, food that goes off. And our bodies, don't they? They, they too begin to wear, wear out. We can't do anything about that. But this is the great news of Christmas. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. The Word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Thanks, Jane. Well, we um, heard earlier that um, our problem is we're living in darkness. The world is broken. We're not sure where we're going. But the good news is that the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world, and Jesus did that at Christmas time. Uh, he came to mend our broken world. He came to show us the meaning of life. And to do that, he had to become human. And so we're told that um, in the beginning was the Word. The Word is another word for Jesus. And the Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him, all things were made. Without him, 
Nothing was made that has been made. So Jesus was God. He is God. But we're also told that um, the word became flesh, made his dwelling among us. Flesh stands all the aspects of what it means to be a human. So it's not just he took on a human body, he had human emotions, uh, he had human experiences. Jesus took all that on. He didn't just look like a human, he became human. He became flesh. He changed his nature. And so he understands all the difficulties that we experience in this life. But it didn't mean that Jesus lost his uh, divine nature, his godly nature. The two came together, his divine nature and his human nature. And so when he came to this earth, he came and uh, he made the, the sick well. He cured the lame. He made the, the blind see. He made those who were deaf hear. He even raised the dead to life. But if that is all that he had done, he really hadn't, wouldn't have been much more than a doctor. Somebody who made people well before they became ill again and eventually died. Jesus was more than a doctor. He came to deal with the biggest problem that causes our brokenness. The fact that our relationship with God, the source of life, is broken. But how could he fix that? How could Jesus coming to earth fix that? Well, the problem we have as human beings is that we have caused the breaking of our relationship with God. We're the ones who've done that. We've done things our way. We've rejected God. We're the ones who should repair it. But because of our, our sinful nature, our imperfect nature, we can't do that. We're unable to do that. So you have this interesting little uh, dilemma, don't you? That uh, only people should mend the relationship with God, but only God can mend the relationship. Only he can forgive people. And that's why God's solution was to send Jesus both as God and as man to take the punishment that we deserve on our behalf. As God... As a perfect, sinless sacrifice, he is able to save us. As man, he's able to represent humanity and put right our sin. But why would God want to do that? Why would he want to do that? Why not just wash his hands of us, you know, mess up, forget them? Because as we read a couple of chapters later in John, we're told that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And when it says world here, it doesn't just mean the place um, that God made. It means coming into the people and living among the people that God made. God sent his son to show people a way out of darkness to show them the possibility of an eternity with him. Trouble is, of course, a lot of people think, well, they can fix their own lives. They don't need God to, to help them. As the Bible says, the light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light. And I think um, the, from the reading that was read to us, verse 10 there is in some ways one of the, the saddest verses in the Bible. As he was in the world... And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. I'm sure we've all known at some point um, what it's like to have been rejected. Might just have been from the, uh, the football team, might have been from the choir, uh, it might have been a relationship 
where your love for them wasn't uh, reciprocated. And the more we love someone, the more painful that might be. And that's why this verse is so hard, uh, that for all God has done for us, for the people he's made, there will be those who refuse to accept the gift, who will reject the truth of Jesus, who will reject the gift of his love. But the following verse is the most uh, exciting and encouraging, because to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, not of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. And that is the wonderful promise of Christmas. God wants us to become his children. He wants to forgive us for all our sins. He wants to take away our guilt. He wants to help us with our our problems. He wants to give us strength for, for each day, to fill us with hope and joy and peace. That is the meaning of grace. That is the gift of Christmas. That is why Jesus came into this world at Christmas time and dwelt among us. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. It's great to be able to enjoy all the good things that God gives us. I'm sure we'll be doing that today. But let's not miss out on the greatest gift, which is to know God himself the giver of all good things. Let's pray before we sing our final carol. Father God, we do thank you for all the good things that we do enjoy in this life. We thank you for the the joy of Christmas where we can give and uh, receive presents. We thank you for the daily blessings we so often take for granted. Lord, we are aware we live in a broken world, but we thank you that Jesus came as the light into the darkness And we do pray, Lord, that we would step into the light, that light that points to you as the giver of all good things. Help us to know you and to enjoy that relationship with you. Thank you that you want us to know you and you made it possible. Through Jesus, in his name we pray. Amen.